Wendy. Linda. I'm sending you a quick photo so that you can see what I see. A quick pahoto? Say what? I said a quick pahoto. A quick pahoto. I'm excited to see the quick... Ooh. We've got just a lone dog tied up to a stroller in the middle of the park, <laughs> seemingly unattended. Stroller appears empty. Yep. Yep. I'm very sad for this pup who seems to have lost their human child. Yep. It's a very cute thing to walk upon in this park. It's a beautiful day. It's 72, sunny. There was a brisk rain this morning, so everything Ooh, lucky. is fresh and dewy. We did not get a fresh rain down here, so it's warmer than that down here. I don't know what temperature it is, but it's warmer than light 70s. So this is a little mm. too hot down here. Mm. Yeah, we are really in that pattern right now of like build up a big old dirty butthole of heat mm. and then just explode into rain. Blah. That is a one very descriptive <laughs> way to put it, Linda. <laughs> yeah, when people want to small talk with you about weather on the elevator, make it fun. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's like <laughs> a big old puckered asshole that's so humid <laughs> and hot and just huge. <laughs> and then it explodes open and pours rain down on us. Yeah, right, guys? Right. right. Very normal. Totally normal way to think about the weather. Totally. You got a very normal brain in there, Linda. And that's what I like about I you, mean, your normal brain. The other day, somebody was like, I don't know, I really like talking about the weather. I don't ever understand why people say that's like a lame thing to talk about. And I was like, I know, like, we're in, we're in a giant ball floating around the universe. And that giant ball has this thing called weather. I like this. I like this take. Talking about the weather, actually good, not boring. I agree. Yeah, like weather is a concept. Crazy. <laughs> weather if... as a concept. Like, is there now weather you're on into, Mars? Like, you know, uh, midnight passing the joint kind of conversation. Like, yeah, <laughs> isn't it weird that like water falls from the sky. Yeah, you I mean, decide when you it, do it, man. <laughs> it is weird. Like, do other planets have seasons? Does Mars have seasons? Yeah. Or, okay. Seasons are a lot less pronounced when there is minimal atmosphere because there yeah. is much less to be heated and cooled by the sun. And so mm. if you don't really have an atmosphere, then you do kind of have seasons, like technically, but they are much less distinct. Or they're much more It's like distinct. the moon. Well, the moon... Well, it doesn't have seasons, but it's like you're either on the dark side or the light side. And on one side, you're freezing your tits off. Well... <laughs> No, so that's not that's not exactly how. Well, it's kind of yeah, sure. The dark side and the light side is not fixed for the moon, though. It changes. It does change. Yeah, but the part of the moon that's facing gradually, us does right? not change because the moon is tidally locked with us. We always see the same right. face of the moon. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. What's on the backside? No one knows because you know we what's fake the moon landing, so we have no side? idea what's behind it. We don't actually know. We don't even yeah. know if the moon's a sphere. It could just be you know the front's a sphere, but then it just goes back, and maybe it's a cube back there. We don't know. We've never seen it. Yeah, exactly. Can I, be a, uh, can I be a petty, bougie bitch for a little bit, Linda? Yes, please. Ugh. So I think we talked in this show about how we were getting a king-size bed many months ago. Ooh, yeah. We discussed this. Yeah, we talked so about we the mattress like, that you're going with, the Helix, which we is also the mattress, the mattress that I mattress had. tribulations, that was uh -huh, the whole thing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We, um, we ordered the bed frame like February, though, like a long time ago because yeah. it had a long lead time. And it's like, all right, whatever. We also ordered a bunch of outdoor furniture. We did a lot of ordering of things during the pandemic because we were like, well, nothing else to spend money on. Might as well make our house nicer, right? As, as did yeah, a lot exactly. of people based on shortages of supplies and such. And uh, 
So we've been waiting for this stuff forever, and it's all been super delayed. Like, the bed was supposed to be 12 weeks, and it was, like, 18 or 19 weeks. And we ordered this outdoor furniture for our patio, which is supposed to be here, you know, two months ago, and it was super delayed. But they both are supposed to come today. So this morning was going to be, like, just by, by the, the stars aligned, we were going to have two separate big deliveries this morning of our bed frame, finally, and Ooh. of our outdoor patio furniture. Oh, exciting. Uh-huh. So delivery windows were, like, one was 8 a.m. to noon, and the other one was uh, 10.15 to 12.15 or something. So yep. I get a call at, like, 7.15, which is pretty early. I was still in bed. And the person's like, hey, we're the delivery people for the bed. We're almost there. And I was like, okay, fine. So I, like, jumped out of bed, just took our whole bedroom apart because we had to, like, move all the stuff out of the way, push the mattress up against the wall, get all the bedding off of it because they're going to go put this big bed frame in our tiny little bedroom. And... uh Go meet the guys, and they're all mad because people are always mad we have to deliver stuff to our house because we have narrow alleys to get to our house. The roads oh. are really small. And I don't know. They, they, they always look at me like it's my fault somehow, and it's like, I, I didn't choose this. I mean, I did choose to live right. here, but like I didn't choose to make the roads narrow. But you weren't the city planner in like the 1800s or whatever. Right, and it's like, and I also need stuff. I should be allowed to get a bed, right? And someone's got to deliver it, and I'm sorry. I'll tip you very handsomely, but you know, this is just the this is what it is for me. This the way it is. And so they, they like call and ask, like, is there any other way into your neighborhood? And I'm like, no, it's pretty much just the one way. And you know, they're all pissed <laughs> off about it. And they start, you know, taking it, all the pieces upstairs. And then it turns out, Linda, headboard badly damaged in shipping can't assemble no! the bed so no! they have to take it all back and question mark is when we will actually get the bed no idea uh... no no word from the dispatcher as to when the extra part might be available it might be another however many weeks or months so that was Dang. a big bummer and then i was like okay well fine that sucks but i can't control it at least we're gonna get that outdoor furniture this morning yeah, pull checked, through outdoor furniture. And then the outdoor furniture is coming through FedEx Freight, which is a thing, apparently. I had to, like, oh. schedule the delivery window with them, but I have a tracking number. And so, like, the delivery window was 10.15 to 12.15. 12.30, mm-hmm. o'clock rolls around. I'm waiting to walk the dog for these people to get here. So I, like, go and check the tracking number. At exactly 10.15, they're like, uh, delivery exception. Can't deliver the thing. It's like, it is exactly the minute the window opened. What? It's like, sorry, we're not coming. We're not bringing you that thing. What? Why? Uh, delivery exception, Linda. I do not know why. Oh, exception, not exception. Yes. What's exception? Like, like it's been accepted. That would be acceptance. Oh, my bad. <laughs> anyway, supposed to get fancy stuff today. I'm gonna be a crybaby that I didn't get any of my stuff, and I like move my whole yeah, life around to try and get the stuff, and then none of the stuff came. Make it's me very feel annoying. bad about my grammar. Jeez, bougie bitch, no one words. I know. Such a, <laughs> such a petty, privileged bitch. That is very frustrating, though. And I wish that uh, we could just do away with delivery windows. Just be like, you know what? Why don't you just be home on Tuesday all day? It'll be a big fun surprise. And that that minute that you go to the bathroom is when we're going to ring the doorbell and decide mm-hmm. you're not there and leave. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it all over again. Yep. So that happened, and then I totally fucked up dinner. I just uh, totally I screwed up a meal worse than I've screwed up a meal in like probably a decade. It came out awful. Ah, that can be really frustrating. It's what happened? Frustrating. How'd, how'd you fuck it up? I tried to follow some recipe, which I almost never do. I made the mistake of trying to follow a recipe, but we didn't have some of the stuff, and uh, everything just came out all yucky. Yucky. Bad texture, bad flavor, not good. One I'm star, sorry. Would not eat. That happened to me. I put some chimichurri sauce all over uh, some chicken thighs, and then I grilled it. And then, like, the oils from the chimichurri just smoked it all to death. So it was, like, 
little too sooty, you know? Don't you usually put the chimichurri sauce on after you've cooked the thing? You should. But I had seen you were with like, the what butcher. Could go wrong? Yeah, because I was like, it's just like a marinade, right? Uh, Turns out. Turns out no. Yeah, I think it has all those uh, organic materials in it that burn, unlike a marinade, yeah. unfortunately. Like maybe if I had roasted it, it would have been fine. But, but the superheat of the grill just open flame, just did you. In. Oh, yeah. Just did me in. Because uh, I, I went to, I was very proud of myself. I went to this butcher shop and they have a lot of their meats marinated already in like various types of chimichurri. Okay. And I had just bought some steaks like from a different place and I had asked them, hey, will you just sell me that fresh ass chimichurri? And they were like, we'll check downstairs. And now Ooh. I'm intrigued because I'm like, oh, I'm now getting you something. you really want it. I'm getting something nobody else gets. I'm in my local butcher shop. They're going to check downstairs for the freshly made chimichurri. So they, they sold me a tub of it, like a big old tub of it. And uh, I, was, I was very excited about it. So I put it on steaks that night. Fucking amazing. So good. Oh, so it was delicious. good on the steaks. Oh, but so you good. didn't marinate them. You just like cooked the steaks. Right. Did the, just did, cooked the steaks. Did it traditional chimichurri style. Little, little Exactly. Dippings. And then I had these, these chicken thighs. And I was like, maybe I can sass these up a little bit. And so I... Did the marinade, then it was all smoked. But whatever. I still ate two of them, and then I threw the others away. Yeah. I don't so know. It's, it's, like, it's something very, like, fundamentally embarrassing about screwing up a meal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The, the yeah. highs are so high when you cook something nice, because I feel like food is such a high art form, and it's very intimate, because you get to, like, put it in your body and eat it and stuff. And then the yeah. lows are so low. It's like, now I condemn you to an awful sensory experience, you know? It's like... Yep. Be like trying to write a song and it like just fucking sucks and you have to play it for your friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You it's have the only to. song you have and you have to. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, and if they don't hear it, they'll be hungry. Right, exactly. <laughs> and their night will be ruined. Uh, one thing that I've really gotten into, it's such a simple thing, but it's just the, the old meat thermometer. And the leave-in meat thermometer or a like thermopen situation? Like a thermopen situation where... Like, as you're grilling, you're just like, all right, let's see if this stuff is done. Because I wanted to make sure that the steaks were, like, perfectly medium rare. So I just like, what temperature is that? 135. Okay. Oh, 135. I disagree with that, Google. What do you think it is? 129, I would say, is the perfect medium rare. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, 135 was still good. But, you know, I pulled them, like, a degree or two early. Because I know that it's still right. going to be heating up a little bit. And, um... Yeah, I just I love the thing. And when I was in college, I probably gave myself food poisoning like six hundred times because I was just like, I don't know, really? I that's good. Probably. I remember having like. I feel like there's no probably with food poisoning. Like, did well, you have food poisoning? It's like I think you would know if you had food poisoning. It's more like I probably ate meat that I that was not done enough that I should have been more uh, deliberate and precise with on the temperature checking this is a very 34 year old conversation to be having no people love this literally food safety this shit up. food I mean, safety and missed deliveries my favorite pud <laughs> um i because i always say that like you know i spent all of college and the years after college with my roommates and i cooking for ourselves and we were reckless to say the least and not once did anybody ever get food poisoning as far as i know from anything we ever cooked so yeah what i always tell myself when i'm like looking at the chicken and i'm like are you undercooked chicken and then i say andy every time you've asked yourself this question it's never been undercooked and then i just eat the chicken. yeah and yeah I do that exactly. with everything especially pork 
pork is yeah. cook. I think that like, yeah, with poultry, if I pull it and it's a little pink inside, I just throw it back in, you know, mm-hmm. don't fuck with it. But I also had undiagnosed uh, gluten allergy for my entire life until I, I was like, that makes it much harder so. to identify any kind right. of uh, cooking error. Like a tummy ache is a normal thing right. at least twice mm-hmm. a week. Because you have a bagel like, every morning for breakfast. Yeah. Duh. They're turns free at work. That so. <laughs> turns out that ruins your guts. Yeah. That bagel is all up in them guts ruining the place. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting on a uh, city bike right now, and it's just it's in a dock, and it's a nice chair. The park was, like, totally full. All the benches were taken, so next best thing over here you're uh, straddling it as if you were riding it or you're sitting on it sideways side saddle yeah straddling on i'm like moving my legs but only backwards because i can't go frontwards right in the dock yeah on account of the gearing of the oh, that's a very interesting it's a very interesting place to be linda yeah i love i love to hear those details yeah i know you do <laughs> how are What's you new? linda how what's are... new with you how oh. was the weekend how was it oh this weekend was the first in-person magic tournaments since the pandemic lifted wow that was a lot of fun i got to see a lot of people that i haven't seen in person for the entire pandemic (coughs) that are like you know not close friends of mine but in my social circles that i yeah you know i would not seek out or like contact in the pandemic but was used to seeing pretty regularly so that was very nice and it's been very hot down here and that's all i can think of uh, that's very cool. I have a friend whose husband is a, uh, software engineer. And a few years ago he started doing, uh, he was a dungeon master for D and D. Oh yeah. And I might've told you about him. Uh, he took an improv class with me and my friend so that he could get better at his dungeon master. Yeah, I remember, which I yeah, really admire. And, and last night I was looking at LinkedIn like you do on the weekends. And I thought that he got a job Do you do for that? like... I'll let that go, but do you do I that? mean, I, I do now that I don't have Instagram. I'll just open it sometimes just to see what red dots I have. And see? then I just like oh, look just at to, those. Just to, be, like, just to be assured you have some little uh, some yeah. notifications out in the ether to give you some external validation and some value, <laughs> and some I value in society. I immediately go, why am I looking at this? And then I close it. Um, My father-in-law has taken to Instagram as his primary social, not Instagram, sorry, LinkedIn as a social network of choice uh, in his retirement, which I find yeah. very interesting. It's the kind of thing you shouldn't scroll through because it's just Facebook part two. It's like people right. being like, I think this. And they're like, no, you're wrong. I think that. It's Facebook um, part two, but uh, very few puppy pictures and a lot more like just work shit. And work shit's the dumbest shit. Yeah. W- opinions about dumb work shit. Uh, but anyways, in this one moment, I saw that my friend got a job as a software engineer uh, for like fandoms like D&D something or other website platform. And I was like finally like a perfect little yay yay somebody that i know who like loves D is a dungeon master and got a job doing software engineering for dungeons and dragons somehow that's so cool it made me so happy i do like when the universe lines up like that and somebody somewhere is in a, in a good spot and it fits perfectly yeah exactly it's nice when resources are allocated in a way that it seems reasonable which is such a rare a rare thing to see in the world Right. I know. It's usually like, oh, they took a job at some place that, like, they'll probably, you know, learn some stuff for a couple of years. They'll hate it eventually and then leave for various reasons. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's, um, 
this is so inside baseball, but I promise it'll get somewhere somewhat interesting. The professional magic scene has been shaken up a bit. It used to be that... I think that one's broken. I just watched someone else try to grab it. Sorry, doing oh, my fine. citizenship. Good for you. All right, go ahead. Um, the pro magic scene has been shaken up a little bit. There used to be a way that you could be a pro magic player where you could perform a certain... Do well enough in tournaments throughout the year that you basically knew your next season was like locked in. You were going to make a certain amount of money, which meant you could commit that season to being a pro magic player and not to go get another job. Ooh. And now it's very like you know, kind of just shaky and tournament to tournament. So, like, nobody has any promise of what the future is going to bring. So even the best players in the world are like, I don't know if I can afford to be a pro anymore because I can't just go to tournaments and assume I will do well enough to make enough money because I might not, and then I will just be screwed. Wow. Uh, anyway, this has resulted in a lot of pro Magic players seeking other employment. And one company that has soaked up a fair number of pro or semi-pro Magic players is a digital trading card game so a game like magic but just all digital and maybe you've heard of hearthstone that's a, that's a very popular digital trading card game which is similar but this one's whole deal is that the cards are all nfts and it is so what? fucking bleak linda it no! makes me so mad that these brilliant smart magic players are no! being tasked with building the nft trading card game because that's what the goddamn powers that be with the money in their pockets that can afford to pay people salaries and their goddamn investment money can afford to uh, do it's so fucking bleak i'm so sorry it's awful that's really sad yeah it's a bummer oh uh, god have we talked about nfts i think so but i'm i feel free to go on I mean, I have nothing to say about it other than it's a stupid Ponzi scheme. Do you have a thought about NFTs? I think that I asked you about it, and I was like, my opinion is just that I asked Twitter once whether they're bad or not, and like 90% of people were like, yes, they are bad. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, that's... And it, like people that I really like, uh, love and respect said, yes, they are bad. So that helped me to solidify my ideas about it and i it love also... you linda and i've done this too on twitter where i've basically sought the sort of group think about something but that is the kind of thing that people would write horrific like post-apocalyptic dystopian novels about the idea that when when tasked with forming an opinion about something <laughs> i went to a social network and said is it bad and the results were in 87 percent said bad yeah. so that is the opinion well, i adopted <laughs> this was back during a time this was you know maybe like six months ago when like you started to see some artists that you respected like posting them and i was like oh that's cool for them and then other I'm people trying being to get like paid. i respect people are... trying to get paid like whatever right. if some dumbass will pay you 60 grand for a fucking gift then do it yeah but some other people being like oh this is the worst thing ever so i was just like wait are these things bad or not because i don't really feel like i don't have the bandwidth to get into this one right who now who does linda nobody no one's got the but, so... <laughs> here let me see if i can no i'm not even gonna try do it uh, whatever so you're gonna try do it it's kind of like cryptocurrency in a way but for art and it's like it creates a unique id to a unique image and they like move a little bit and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then people um but I also saw that people are, like, gaming the system, so they'll, like, buy their own for, like, half a million dollars and then be like, this is worth that much because it has been purchased for that much. Um, how am I doing so far? I think you did great. Thanks. The only thing you maybe missed a little bit is it could be any kind of file. 
you said they were images and they moved a little bit. They can be anything. Like sometimes they're GIFs, sometimes they're JPEGs, sometimes they're movie files. They can be sounds. They can so be whatever. So I can just take a picture of my butt and be like NFT bitches. You know, now that we're saying this, I think we have this literal exact conversation before where you were like, "Can I sell my butt <laughs> as an NFT?" And then we talked about OnlyFans. I think we did this whole thing already. I think this is the episode where I didn't I tell you that there were women that got paid to do dick ratings. I think if we I think this is the conversation oh. we had before. And you were yeah. like, can I do that? And I was like, I think you got to post a bunch of nudes first. Otherwise, dudes won't care. Oh, gross. Anyway, okay. it's a whole thing. Gross. Um, yeah, it could be anything. Yep. So, like, Rick Astley is turning the um, the Rickroll video into an NFT he's auctioning off this month. Got it. And then apparently That's he's going to cool. remove it from YouTube, even though it's got, like, 600 million views. He's going to remove it to, like, show what value NFTs are? I... I I guess. I mean, I guess the whole point is you sell the videos and NFT and then take it off of YouTube. And then the idea is the person that bought the NFT has like the original Rickroll video. Which That's again, so all those ideas are fucking poppycock and invented because there is no original anything on the internet, really. I mean, that's just not I how hate... things work. Yeah. So. Oh, people just go outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outside. Go sit on Go a city bike. Talk about the weather. The weather's so much more interesting to talk about. <laughs> what this... other bad thing is there in the world? There's a new variant of the coronavirus. Is this the one that we're going to mention briefly on the podcast today? And then in six months, look back and be like, if only we knew. I don't know. We do have we do have a lost episode we recorded, which I never released, which was the last episode oh, really? we recorded before the pandemic snapped it popped off and in that what episode, did we talk about and that we were we were both like yeah this probably won't be a thing pretty much was the episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, if memory serves you were coming back from the gym and you were like i have a cough i probably have it and you were like at a public gym and i was yeah. like and i was like yeah this pandemic's probably not going to be like a global like pandemic pandemic like it's probably oh, going to be man. like SARS or like you know the the, the swine flu or whatever Man, the panini did yeah. not age by well. Time, and like you know, I, I think I, we recorded that on like a Thursday, and by the Tuesday it was supposed to come out. We were already fucking locked down, and we recorded another episode that day, and that was our first like pandemic episode. And I just wow, wow. Remember how bleak that was? And you were like, dude, it was so bleak. Oh my god, ugh. It's been a weird year. Ugh. I've been like, I realized that I, I've been going to this coffee shop in my neighborhood. They leave, like, the doors and windows open and stuff, and you still only allow, like, one or two people at a time. But uh, I've been going in without a mask, Andy. Probably, oh like, my. probably, like, four or five times now. And I always feel like a bad girl when I do. Uh, <laughs> but in a, in a weird way, it also makes me feel like this is all that I have. Don't take it away from me. Sure. Uh, like, you know, but if the Delta, whatever, starts popping off and masks on. Like, I think Mark was reading about it last night. I haven't read anything about like, this new variant. Is there a new variant we're supposed to be I haven't about? either. I have no idea. I haven't read about it at all. And he was, but he was looking into it and I was like, just stop. Because I think, like, we're prepared. We still have all our, like, isopropyl alcohol from the last pandemic. And we have all the things to make disinfectants and cleaners with. And we have, like, a bazillion masks. And we can just stay inside. And, like, we know what to do. So I feel like we've, like, we've done the training. So if, if, if it's bad again, then we'll just be like, all right, it's lockdown time. Here's again. an interesting, interesting thought. If the CDC and the WHO and everybody came out tomorrow and said, like, listen, 
you know, this variant is like the real deal, totally different virus. It's going to be exactly the same as COVID. Everybody has to lock down right now. Do you think the world would respond faster and more seriously prior to the pandemic? Or do you think they would respond slower and less seriously than they did with the first COVID? I think that, and I was thinking about this because like just observing my own attitude and being like, it'll be fine. We'll just like go into protocol mode. Um, but no, I think that like, what's even worse is that you have now a bunch of like survivors who are like, it wasn't that bad <laughs> or something. That, that's such like, a funny, funny, yeah. such an interesting worldview where it's like, this thing did not kill me exactly. Therefore, right. everyone that died from it is a pussy. It killed some people, but not me. Not that time. Some numbers of hundreds of thousands of them. We had a, we're, we're at millions of, in, globally, right? Yeah, and I guess, like, the idea just being, like, well, whatever I did last time kept me safe, so I'll just do that again. But we probably would be way more lax, and I think that numbers would be higher. Uh, so, yeah, let's listen back when this new variant comes and kills all of us. Yeah, I think I heard that it, like... Four million deaths worldwide. 600,000 in the United States. So many. I think that this one, like, the vaccines don't work on it or something cool so it's just gonna keep mutating until it gets us all and we'll I mean, all be I dead kind of feel like it's gonna be like the flu moving forward where there's gonna be just new variants of this thing every year the same way there's new yep. variants of the flu yep i have a wedgie and i need to pick it in public just do it i'm uh there's like a bunch of film crews out right now okay i've got no masks on yeah <laughs> Well, you took note of the film crews as you in public pick your wedgie. Yeah, that's why I'm a little bit I feel less. Like you excited. get wedgies a lot, Linda. Not to not, not to throw shade, but I feel like you've had like three or four on air, and <laughs> I never get wedgies. Like I can't remember the last time I got a wedgie. Wow, I think it's a, it's this big old booty. Well, I also got a big old ass. A big old ass. I also got a big old dumper down there. Yeah, I think that I was just sitting on a bike, and then I got off the bike, and so. Actually, many times I've been on a bike and have gotten off a bike because I used to like leave spin class and talk to you. Now that would explain it, I guess. But I don't even get a wedgie on a bicycle. I think it's that women's underwear is designed poorly for the most part. Oh, a thousand percent. That's my yeah. thesis. It's this like little thin strip of neoprene with like no uh, seams whatsoever. Yeah. Just like crawling up in there. Built a wedge. Crawling in my butt. <laughs> oh man andy the other day i heard this song by prodigy did you ever listen to prodigy when we were younger you're talking about the hip-hop artist the like real chill laid-back hip-hop artist uh prodigy there is like an album with like a crab on the front of it i'm gonna google this the one i'm thinking of is a rap artist producer but he spells prodigy different, I think. Oh. It's not spelled the normal way. What I'm thinking of is like from the early to mid 90s. I'm Googling prodigy band. Oh, the prodigy. Yeah. That's different. Uh, yeah. Let's see. The prodigy. I didn't realize it was the prodigy. The album's the prodigy discography. It's like. They're pretty popular, but I don't recognize any of these. 
Yeah. Albums so, are experience, music for the jilted generation, the fat of the land, always outnumbered, never outgunned, oh, invaders the must fat of die. the land. Seems like they were extremely popular in the UK, like top of the charts every single time they release an album. That would make sense. I feel like, yeah, them. Fat like, of the Land are... is their is their most popular album. Number one everywhere on this spreadsheet, except for uh, Belarus, Belgium. Sorry, Belgium. Got, Got it. My country codes wrong. Yeah, Fat of the Land is this crab album you were talking about. Yes, so good. Anyways, I heard one of the songs from it. Uh, tra track one is called Smack My Bitch Up. Linda, what kind of... You don't remember Smack My Bitch Up? I've never Smack never heard of that up. in my entire life. Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah, it was like cool DJ stuff. I got... I mean, I don't, don't smack it. anyone's bitch. I don't recognize any of this. No? So don't call women bitches either, please. Um, I, I won't. I'll just they're probably talking about their doggy. The um, but yeah, it made me... I don't know. It just like took me straight back. Like this one song... It might have been Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah, according to the Smack My Bitch Up Wikipedia page, it is the number three greatest dance track of all time, according to Mix Man. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I uh, heard it took me right back to my like sister's bedroom in the fifth grade. We were like sitting there. There are like cool posters on the wall. It made me really want to like make a movie or a TV show or something. And then I was like, I'm old. Wait, why did that make you want to make a movie or TV show? I don't get it. It just feels like a moment in time that I don't see referenced. Like, like I see this moment in time referenced, but like this very specific type of preteen that my sister and I were. Oh, you just like, want think, that captured somehow and yeah. expressed. To the yeah, like, world. like Pen, Pen 15 does it the best. That's but what Pen I was going to bring up is Pen 15 is probably like, the closest, right? Yeah, but I think the Pen 15 followed two girls who were like kind of into like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and stuff. And I'm like, me Not and my sister smack were like, my bitch up, yes. Right, exactly. Like we were like listening to that kind of music and like kind of hanging out with all the skaters. And we were like, meh. And I, I would like to capture that somehow. Yes. I'm looking at Prodigy the Rapper now. Yeah, send me that. I'm apparently getting. So I'm getting confused because Prodigy, the rapper, was one half of Mob Deep and is not who I'm thinking of. Oh, oh you know how I'm thinking this is going to sound? So I'm thinking of Odyssey. Do you know Odyssey spelled differently? No. See, I got so is confused. It? I'm not thinking of the other half of Mob Deep. I'm thinking of Odyssey, but Odyssey spelled O-D-D-I-S-E-E. -E. Oh, odd I see. Yeah, word. Nice. Anyway, Odyssey is a DC-based like small town small scale hip-hop dude that makes cool music he's got a tiny desk concert everyone should check out if you care about that oh that's cute but yeah i don't recognize prodigy at all i'll maybe listen to that song when we hang up because see if i recognize it yeah there are just a few things like this where i like have to send something directly to my sister because i'm like you're the only person in my life who i know who will understand the significance of this that special connection how do we get start talking about this what what, what got us here I don't remember. It doesn't matter. My wedgie, working out, gyms, music, wedgie. a song. Yeah, I think we got from wedgies to prodigy. I don't know how. They kind of sound similar. Okay, that's what it was, I guess. Wedgie, you were like prodigy. I'm in public picking my prodigy. <laughs> yeah, you get it. I get it. What time is it? I gotta go to my my new workout class that I love. You gotta go to your. It's called the the forty five power. What's it called? The F forty five. F forty five. The fortress of muscles. It's five fifty two, Linda. Yeah, eight minutes I assume to get to your F forty five. 
Yeah, I got plenty of time. I'm walking around. It's so good. I still really like it. I'm glad you're still in the honeymoon phase. That's great. Yeah. Maybe you'll it's be the honeymoon really good phase sign. forever, and we call that a great marriage to an yeah. exercise routine. <laughs> It'll last another, I don't know, three to five months. We'll see. Right. See if the next when the next panini kicks off. <laughs> God, please don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so upsetting. I feel like jinxing it would be like, uh, it's not going to happen. So I'm just going to say, yeah, you know maybe what? You're right. I don't know. It will. And then we'll get in our car after we quarantine for two weeks. And we will drive down to Baltimore and we will hug. Yeah, I'm excited for our Northeast tour once we figure it out. It's going to happen, I swear. I can keep saying it and I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to manifest it. Do it. Manifest your dreams. I will. All right, friend. I love Enjoy. you. F45. I love you too. I'm sorry. I'm a petty bitch in a bad mood. <laughs> I love it. Don't ever change. All right. Bye. Have a good kettlebell. Bye, girl. Bye.